Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I, I did something in town the other day and I was walking in the street and there was a guy on a, on a push in a bicycle coming towards me and he went, hey, Movember. And I was like, yeah, cool. And he had a Mo too. And I was like, yes, brother. Movember presents In The Barber Chair, a podcast dedicated to bringing you real cuts and real conversations about men's health. I'm Matt Johnson and I'm your host. Movember wants men to take action to live happier, healthier, longer lives and they invest in prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health and suicide prevention. Hi, this is Matt Johnson in the Barber Chair for Movember and today's guest is Matt Willis. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, Matt, I was really pleased when I got asked because um, I've kind of... Um, I joined the Movember Club and I was like, oh, but I don't really, I didn't, I didn't know anyone else that was doing it. And, um, and so I was really pleased when I got asked to come on here. I was like, yes. <laughs> and and you, you are rocking the mo. Is this, is this your first year? This is my first year. Like I've been okay. meaning to do it for a few years in a row. And I've always been in a show or had like some kind of thing coming up that meant you can't really have a test right now, Matt. <laughs> um, uh, so I couldn't do it. But this year I had nothing. And I was like, right, I'm in committed and it, it, is, it. it is it's not an easy thing to do because you did it from scratch didn't you i did yeah yeah so i have um i was a day late because i had um i had a uh, a shoot for a show i'm doing over christmas and um and the character i'm playing doesn't have a tash oh. <laughs> so i was like so i was like right okay so i went um i kept everything um like a little bit of stubble and then i shaved everything clean um on the second i think and then um, right. and then we were then we were away so you did it the hard way. I mm. had a beard and I just trimmed uh, trimmed it down to leave the tash. So I haven't had to start from scratch. Yeah. I feel like I've broken the rules there. No, you um, look like, fantastic, Matt. And I deserve to be punished. But it's it's uh, I, I like it. Do you know why? Because for a month, I know it's difficult this year, of course. For a month, it's something physical on your face that says to other men, I give a damn about you and and let's have a conversation or it's yeah you know, you're so right this bravado with men of your judgment and i i judge people as much as everybody else does and all that stuff but for a month when you see somebody else with a mole you're like ah you give a shit thank you yeah yeah totally do you know what? I, I did something in town the other day and i was um and i was walking in the street and there was a guy on a, on a push in a bicycle coming towards me and he went hey november and i was like yeah <laughs> Yes. Cool. And he had a mo too. And I was like, "Yes, brother." 
<laughs> so it was a really it was nice kind of though, good. It? it was really nice. It was really nice, and it really kind of um, you know. And every time I um, like on Instagram, for instance, if I post anything at the moment, I've obviously got this thing on my face. Mm. So um, so it's kind of sparking conversation daily, and kind of people are asking me about it, and kind of I'm steering them to the site because I'm. Um, I don't know as much as I thought I did, you know. So it's um, it's uh, it's it's been a really good talking point. And you're right; it's, mm. everyone sees it. It's pretty blatant. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. great. Because I, I feel I feel that's, um, I mean, especially with guys, there, there is there is this barrier, this this block of um, openness, like you say, a trigger up trigger mm. of a conversation, isn't it? You know, you yeah. know really well, man. I don't like small talk ever. Yeah. And, and and I I enjoy these types of conversations and mm. and any sort of way to get into these conversations I'm a big fan of. Is there is there um what what have you actually learned from having the mustache and what have you learned about Movember and what is it about the the charity that you like? I mean to be honest um the thing that hit me was the statistic the statistic um that is it one man kills himself every minute. Mm. like that is that I mean that's just made all the hair stand up on my arms like it's the most um, it's the most shocking statistic I'd ever heard like I mean um, I couldn't quite believe it and and I think over the last few years I know people and it started to become more prevalent in my day-to-day life that I kind of see this happening more and more and um, and there's an overwhelming feeling of um, of if only I could have talked to them if only I could have helped them and um and am I equipped enough to do that mm. I don't know but maybe just a chat would have helped in some way or we could have had a conversation that maybe could have steered them in some direction to, to take a different path you know and these um and these things um you know play on me a bit and um and it's um and it's a, these questions I ask myself over and over again if only I'd done this if only maybe I'd done that and um and I don't want to feel like that, you know. I want to. I want to take charge of these situations in any way I possibly can um, to stop that feeling, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. you know, and I'm like, right, how can I do that? Well, let's just put it out there, you know. And in any way, shape, or form, I'm fucking ready to talk, mm. you know. Like I'm, 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 I'm available. Call me, message me, do whatever you need to do, you know. And it kind of, um, and so that was what um, I think drove me most to November this year. It's it's staggering, isn't it? The statistics that mm. um, yeah, it, it it is actually mind blowing. And 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 you are right. I I've been in situations where recently and and over the last ten years, quite a few of my friends have taken their own lives. And mm. and there is that what if what if I could have done this and what 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 more could you do? And it's very difficult to actually equate any sort of awareness that you do to. To, and you can't see if it's done anything. And th- yeah. the only way to do it is to just, just to do as much as you possibly can and hope to God it kind of sticks there. And uh, coincidentally, anybody that's listening, uh, it is International Men's Day today. And it's quite an I know, yeah, day. I saw that today. It's quite, a, it's an interesting, funny day because on International Women's Day, there is a, still a plethora of men going, when's International Men's Day? And it's today, yeah. the 19th of November. <laughs> and... Um, and and I, I think it's it's a really interesting conversation to to try and start because the stats are showing that men are taking their own lives more than ever, especially this year. We don't even know what the numbers are this year because of the pandemic, etc. Mm. And we have to do as much as we possibly can to start that conversation. 
Um, and what has the reaction been uh, when you talk about men's health on your socials, etc.? What do you get any guys having conversations in your DMs or anything like that? Um, yeah, occasionally, uh, very occasionally. Like, um, to be honest, I was um, I was always scared to talk about anything like this. Um, mm. I was, um, you know, I have to be very careful because I can easily fall into laddie banter. You know, like it, um, it overcomes me. You know, and um, and and sometimes I can be around it, and I can really become intoxicated by it, and join in and become part of that. When really that's not me, and I, I have to kind of go, whoa, 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 that's my insecurity of of not feeling like a man enough. So yeah. I have to overdo it with this bullshit. So um, so I've tried not to um not to let that seep into social, you know, some kind of, um, and, and I feel, feel like I've been more open and been more honest and things like that recently, because I really want to, um, I really want to let people know that it's okay, you know, and mm. we need to do it. And it's a really good thing. So when I, when I get people talking to me about these kind of things, um, I feel like, um, um, I don't know, sometimes I feel ill-equipped to deal with them, but you know, sometimes it's just as easy as a reply. You know, so um, that's what the the kind of um, way I've been dealing with it. Um, I remember like being in a band, we used to get um, um, letters, you know, fan mail um, from fans years ago. And some of it would be so heartbreaking, you know, and you'd read it and these girls would be, you know, or mainly girls for us would be pouring their hearts out about horrible parts of their life and what happened to them and how to deal with it. And like maybe our music helped them in some way. And I would take that on so heavily and just like, and not really know what to do with it. Um, you know, and sometimes just letting them know that you, that you kind of, you get it and you understand, I think is sometimes enough, you know, like mm. um, for, for my, for, for what I'm capable of doing, you mm. know, it's like, you know, and I think I've been quite vocal about my kind of mental health struggles in the past and, and stuff that's happened to me. And I, so I think that people are kind of aware enough that I am, I'm not, the laddie banter bullshit that sometimes I've been prone to fall into. That's really interesting because I I, I, I think I used to fit, fall into that kind of world of, I always felt like I had to try really hard to, mm. to prove my masculinity because yeah. I suppose, I don't know, maybe it's a similar thing to you. I was um, definitely, uh, I hung out with more girls uh, than I did with the boys, but I was also in rugby teams and boxing clubs and all that. Uh, but I was in the media and the arts and all that type of stuff. And I have been for years. And I always, because of that, because of the attachment of possible femininity or lack of masculinity um, mm. in that world that I was in, I had to, whenever I was with boys or on a stag do or something, I would be the one opening the can of beer at five in the morning on the bus to the airport and trying my absolute hardest to try and live up to what I thought masculinity was to fit into that masculine world. And it's, it's really interesting. Is it a similar thing with you? Like you felt like you just had to prove um, like yourself? so much. So that is so that resonates so much with me. Like I really felt like um, I remember I went to um, I went to theatre school. You know, and um, and that was kind of always this thing that I was very quiet about. You know, and my mates all knew, but if it came up around other groups of people, I'd you know kind of play it down or do something about it. You know, and then um, and then when I left school, I wanted to be a hairdresser. You know, and so I went to kind of um, 
I, uh, I I was a junior in a hairdresser. So my like I remember like jokes around my dad and the pub of, you know, ballet dancer, hairdresser, you know, mm. this kind of stuff that kind of came out and these kind of um these kind of gay connotations that I kind of um were thrown at me and I mm. and I and I and I didn't um so I, I really played up to that. Like I was the, f- I was downing pints and trying to be this guy and, you know, and, you know, going so far beyond what was, what was, <laughs> yeah. what was, what was already unnecessary, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, and I, and I did that for years and years and years and, um, and it's programmed in me a little bit mm. and I have to be, but, you know, I think it's about the older I've got and the more work I've kind of done on myself, I can see that that's just not, helping me in any way shape or form and it's not helping anybody else so it's actually really damaging in every possible way so i need to make sure that i catch myself doing that um Mm. because it's okay that i do it i just need to know that i do it and i need to stop it you know or just think why am i doing that what what what's making me feel like i need to behave like that yeah and and maybe it's an environment which i don't fucking need to be in you know (laughs) so um exactly do you know what i mean so it's um um that's kind of where i am right now (laughs) But I think I think so many men, so many men around mm. the world uh, are doing that right now, and it's yeah. not a case of this is what I like to do. It's oh, this is what I think I should be doing, and, yeah. and then you see your friend doing it, and then you're out egg, over egging each other to to become this thing, this idea of what a man is, uh, and and it's just a game. It's like a, a pack of a deck of cards. Just it's just. A house of cars just waiting to fall down because nobody yeah. really truly been authentic in that yeah group. and and it, it raises the question of what the fuck is masculinity and what does yeah, it mean yeah. for yeah. anyone because what what is it i i i i'm still working in i i personally think it's individual to every single person and whatever it is it's um it's got to be authentic but i mean i grew up with wwf wrestlers as my idols and like mm. bruce willis smashing yeah. people's faces in and I was like oh that's a man I'll do that yeah man yeah I mean I have no idea like I mean I think um, I think what I always wanted to to be was hard you know when I was a kid <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to be hard and I was like and I wasn't and I wasn't good at that kind of stuff and I was always scared and intimidated and a bit of a you know um, would much prefer to run away you know but um, but I would fake it you know and I really wanted that and, and I looked up to you know, like I hang around with the hard kids and I kind of wanted to be in that world. When really, I don't know why that was, you know, I don't know, you know, I mean, I, but I think it's kind of, um, you know, it's kind of ingrained in us when we're growing up. That that's, that's um, when you're a boy, I think you want to be tough and strong and act like that kind of way. And, um, you know, and, and, and so unfortunately, because of that, anything that is not that, or anything that is maybe opposite that, like that, like compassion and vulnerability, mm. goes out the window, and they are not okay. They're not okay to be. They're not okay to feel, and um, and you know, and that can just breed, you know, an ongoing world of bullshit. And as well, the silence that comes with that. If you're if you're struggling, or if you have this vulnerable uh, feeling of uh, um, sadness, or anything that that that's, is, is, has negative connotations uh, for. Uh, a man to have the silence is the deadly part so if, mm. you, if you're worried that oh god I, I feel like i'm struggling today and you feel vulnerable by saying that and lock that up that's the most dangerous part because that's what's killing people is not being able to 
be open and have a conversation like we're having now really about yeah. what's important to them because that 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 very thing of going oh i can't i can't say what's really what's on my mind but i'm going to just try and be physically tough to get through this and ignore my saying suppress my feelings mm. that's the stuff actually it's it's as easy as that that's what kills people that yeah that's yeah, suppression com- com- yeah totally that's um you know that's terrifying and, and i think um you hear it so much that um oh he's the last person i would expect to do that mm. well, maybe that's because he's fucking got a lifetime of hiding it you mm. know and like he's built up these you know whoever it is built up these ways to kind of mask the way they're feeling you know so it's um um you know but then how do you reach out you know that's the thing like um you know if like i remember like years ago like um I mean, you know, I kind of had a very public fall from grace, shall we say, you know, so it was kind of, um, and I, and I eventually I was on my knees and begging for help, you know, and, but like, um, you know, how do you get there and who do you ask, you know, like, so that's why I think things like this are so important to kind of get a message out there that, and and also some people don't have that person, don't have that guy they can talk to, that parent they can talk to that loved one they can talk to you know so it's about finding out ways to get the message across that there are other people out there who will help you in any way shape or form i think you hit the nail on the head earlier when you you said just just being there and trying to understand it when somebody reaches out to you and and one of the one of the parts of my life is a big part and, and especially this year every single night usually very late at night i'll get people reaching out in some sort of way more men this year than ever and mm. i mean five years ago used to panic me and i used to think oh i've got to fix this i i let's talk um let's have a conversation but i've realized the responsibility of me of, of mine is to put place them in the right direction to get the help that they need and 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 just to be there to listen um, yeah and and even more closely, like a few of my friends have had a difficult year, um, and 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 have found it very hard this year. Uh, relationships have gone, and and all that type of stuff, and it's really been brutal. And I mean, back in the day, I'd be like, right, let's fix this. I've got this. I've read mm. the self help book once. I've I've got you, dude. And it's just a case of just sitting there and listening to your mate. And I that's the most liberating thing that I've gone through in the in intensely in the last eight months is is actually doing the work of just listening and not fixing and just yeah. being there to for your friend to unleash all the stuff and not having to kind of uh patch it up yeah i mean man fucking hell that resonates so much because i'm so i'm so i so want to make everything okay but um in some ways um i'm not equipped enough to do that you know so um you know and um and just being able to um to listen and and Mm. take it in you know and actually be it's okay to not have the answers you Mm. know because i um you know in some ways if i'm talking about something to someone and they go what you need is this i'm like really how do you know that (laughs) you know i don't know if you know either you know like but uh, but that's okay because it's okay i don't no i have no idea you know but i'm okay to find out you know and i'm okay to to um to you know i'm very very i talk to people all the time (laughs) you know i am a very open book and um, that has been my savior you know has being able to 
um, to change my thinking around that and being completely honest and open about how I feel, you know, and mm. it's, um, and it's taken time. That's taken real time, you know, but, um, but I'm getting better at it, you know, and it's, um, and it's helped me immensely. Who do you talk to? Um, I have a few people. I mean, luckily I have, I have, um, a wife who is probably sick to death of hearing me, but, um, <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but, um, you know, we have a very open and honest relationship. So I talk to her all the mm. time and, um, um, but I, um, I have, um, uh, another guy who I have a relationship with, um, as as um, as like a buddy system, and we talk to each other, and we we talk about everything. He's um, he's got a very similar history to me, and we've found each other, and we now I talk to him on a regular basis. This is um, a recovery thing, and um, it's a very important part of my um, my life, you know. And um, and I have, and you know, I've been in therapy for years. I talk to someone professional as well, and um, and that has been um, I, I, that has been was such a challenge because for a long time I just lied you know I went really? to this person and once again something kicked in where I wanted them to like me you know oh, and um and it's so fucking hard because I was like man I spent years wanting to be liked by my therapist mm. <laughs> you know when actually I need to be honest because otherwise nothing else fucking happens and you know what sometimes there is stuff which is uncomfortable and awkward and and not very you don't really want to talk about but unfortunately that's the shit you need that's to fucking stuff. talk about because that's mm. the that's the that's the moment to grow you know and that's the opportunity to really lay it bare and go right how do I move on from here you know and um and it's um it's a beautiful amazing thing to to be able to do that and um and sometimes do you know what you don't even know that it's that you know like for me i i i thought you know oh my problems are this my problems are this hmm. you know i blame this from the way i am i blame my upbringing my family where i was born you know all this kind of stuff you know you don't know what it's like all that kind of stuff when actually um it's not it's not really any of that it's the fact that I'm, you know, me personally, I'm, I don't like living in uncomfortable ways. <laughs> you know, like I will, I, I don't like to feel uncomfortable or sad or upset and I will fight it in every possible way not to sit in an emotion, which is, which is a feeling, you know. And so, okay. um, so I, I found ways of kind of, um, of blocking them out and shutting them out and not dealing with them, you know, which was eventually just becoming my downfall, you know, but now I'm like, Oh, that's, what is that feeling? What is it? Recognize it. And why, why am I feeling that, you know, and it's such a different way of looking at things, but, um, but it's really helped me, but I'm once again, not giving any advice because I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm as, I'm as fucked up as everyone else. I mean, therapy and normalizing therapy is incredibly important. And mm. even just what you said then, if there's one guy out there that's going to go, do you know what? Maybe I'll try that. That could save his life because, I mean, self care. That that and, it, and you, you 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 go through life reacting to certain things. I mean, what you just described is just basically me. I like, oh, I'm not sure if I like this feeling. I'm gonna drink everything inside, and mm. oh, I'm gonna eat um, something really fun. I'm gonna, you know, and that version of self care was very destructive of me. And I always used to think it was very positive because I was just like, you know, I'm making myself feel better. Yeah. But the the actual act of um, like conversational therapy, uh, that, that specific type of therapy is so hard and it's so intrusive in a way if you don't 
feel mm. comfortable being uncomfortable but it's so incredibly important how often do you have it um I, I mean i've been through stages where i've had it every day you know but um but um that was um that was early in my my kind of stopping drink and drugs kind of time but um but i i now i have it once a week um there's um you know and i've found different ways that i can do that i've got a therapist who i talk to all the time now but um mm. i um there are places out there and sites out there where you can get this for free and you can find them online there is um there are therapists which are willing to give up their time and talk to people you know for nothing which is mm. incredible and I, I need to know a little bit more about that i'd like to kind of get involved in any way i can with those kind of places because i have benefited so much from this and um and i am terrible at talking about my feelings mm. and my emotions like I've, I've i've had a lifetime of running away from them you know and never being honest and never really opening up and um and being terrified to say what i actually feel or think you know and then you do and it's the most you know incredible life-changing experience for me you know yeah. there are lots of other ways which people deal with stuff but for me that's been the most transformative Look, experience for me my dad said it quite brilliantly when he, I, I sent him on a retreat that i went on uh, men without masks um and he came back and he went it feels like the rocks that were in my head have gone um and and, and for my dad to say that in his 60s was mind-blowing but i i completely get it because I've had I've had a lot of therapy in in the last five years, especially this year. I, I doubled down on it, uh, you know, throughout lockdown. You know, I thought that was very important. And the actual in conversation, I've got a little bit addicted to um, just that exploration of my mind. So I, I mean, I've done lots of different types of therapy, and this year, I went. I doubled down on this on this notion that I. I don't really uh, have much confidence. I have it on the outside. I can go and perform in front of millions of people or whatever it is. I can do that very easily, but I have zero self-worth in that area. So to get up mm. in the morning and go, I'm going to do this every day. It's like, what, what, why, why is this? What is this conditioning? What makes me feel like that? I you know, obviously went into my history, my family, and my, my environment that I grew up in Wales as a place. And I've become addicted to that kind of conversation. And afterwards, I feel really heavy. For two hours, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then maybe a few hours later, it does feel like the rocks have literally left my head. And it's it's such an addictive, lovely feeling, isn't it? Yeah, no, it really is. You know, I, I read something once that said, yeah, if you don't heal what hurt you, you will bleed on people who didn't cut you. Oh, and I was just like, "Fucking hell, man!" That's good. That couldn't have been a truer word to me, you know. And um, and that's so true for me, you know. I kind of um, you know, because throughout my life, people that loved me just had to deal with me being, you know, a destructive force in their life, you know. And it was um, and and a destructive force in my own life, you know. And like that's um, you know. But once, you know, I don't feel like that today, and I and I and I feel different about all that kind of stuff um i still have to work on it because like i said these things can slip back in and i can feel very differently on a day-to-day -day basis but i have certain ways to to check in and deal with my feelings and what's going on for me right now um and um and man like having a resentment in my little brain is the worst thing if I don't mm. get that out or share it or or do something about it, it can fucking build and build and build. And before you know it, 
um, the littlest thing is the biggest thing, you know, and then really I should have just bit that in the, you know, nipped that in the bud early on and it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. I, but that's really important, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's yeah. knowing, it's knowing what the, mm. the things are. And that's why I, I do all the check-in stuff. Like yeah. Checking in with yourself is incredibly important. The check-in thing I learned on that retreat. And even, even in that environment, after a couple of days, I was like, hang on. I'm, is, what happens is you just go around in a circle, you, you, you say three words that best represent how you feel in that moment, and then nobody says anything. Nobody goes, oh, this is what you need to do there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah. and I thought that was magic. Like, yeah. I just like blew my mind open. Mm. And even, after, even in that environment, two days of like, oh, I'm not sure what to say. Then I had a day of like, oh my God, I, know, I, I feel anxious. Oh mm. God, and, and, and because of this. And then you, ha you have like a, only three minutes to do it in. And on the, the last couple of days, my, my old personality started clinging on to the new kind of way of getting around this uh, vulnerability. And it was a three minute performance I'd put on. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I like what he did on that bit. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to say, actually, you know, two bad ones. I'm going to finish with a positive, but I'm going to give it a twist. And I, I was like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Christ. People pleasing again. It, it's yeah, that, yeah, completely, you know, it's man. Performance of this bullshit, this, this mask that we, when this charade. It's yeah, so silly. Yeah. It's so silly. And it's, um, um, I mean, Christ, man, I deal with that all the time. Like, um, I'm part of a fellowship, and we, and we, um, and oh. and that, and there is a sharing part of that fellowship where you share, you know, and you can you hear someone's story, and then you share back or something that either sparked from what they said or something you're just dealing with right now. And my God, I would plan it. You know, I would, <laughs> yeah. I would go. I am gonna. I'm going to kill the room today. You know, I'm going to get them today, you know, and I've really, you know, but like, um, and it's such ego bullshit, but like, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and I was, um, I was really, what am I going to say? I was, it was really not what was needed from anybody, you know, really, you know, because I'm, I'm not being truthful in any way. And the, the thing is that this is that this is the word I have a bit of a problem with, which is, you know, authenticity, you know, because, um, because, um, <clears throat> you know, it can, it can hide quite a lot of stuff, I think, you know, for me, because I'm like, well, I'm just being, just being me, but am I, am I, am I, am I exactly, or am I just being a fucking piece of shit and using <laughs> it as like some kind of, um, you know, so I have to be careful with that as well. <laughs> you know, so it's um, so um, I am I am being authentic, but I have to watch where it's coming from. Mm. You know, because there is something in me that wants to people please, that wants to, you know, wants people to like me, wants to, you know, come across as a winner. You know, it's all this kind of stuff, which which the older I get, and this sounds like I'm, you know, some. I'm not giving any advice, please. I'm trying Are you not a to guru? preach. Do, I'm a guru. I'm a guru. The, the more I'm I become a guru, the more I become a guru, um, <laughs> the you know, um, the 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 less I, the less I have to, um, the less I have to prove. You know, mm. which is something which I am, I love. You know, I'm yeah. really really fond of that feeling now because 
I've I've had such times where I feel like I need to do this. I need to prove myself. I need to. Sh- I'll show this person from my past that probably hasn't fucking thought about me in twenty years. You <laughs> yes. know, I'll show them. You know, like when they don't really give a shit. they don't give a shit. Just you know, happy, like you know, exactly, man. Well. Exactly. You know, and, that, and that's the way I feel about everyone. You know, and it's yeah. taken real, um, real time to kind of get there. You know, but um, um, but you know, like, and also there's. There's the other flip of the coin, which is, you know, the zero fucks part where I'm like, I do give a fuck. I mm. really do give a fuck. You and know, it's okay about, to give about, a fuck. And it's okay to give a fuck about certain things that you should give a fuck about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's okay. You, you know, can't just leave the kids at the school and not pick them up because zero exactly, fucks today. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, I don't care I'm if I never... today. Exactly. I don't care if I ever achieve what I want to achieve. Zero fucks. I'm just living my life. Like, well, I kind of have some goals and just some aspirations. Just being my true authentic self. Exactly, uh, you know. All the whiskey today. I think it's... The thing is, isn't it? It's like it's like I do give a fuck, but I give a fuck about the stuff that that is that means something to me, mm. and, and and I try not to make that based on my ego, which is um, which tries really hard to poke his head in every now and again, you know. Like um, and um, you know, like for instance, I've talked about my um, drink and drugs problems, and I've kind of um, and I've opened up and talked about them in the past. And pretty much every time, I felt like it's bit me in the ass because um, it's turned into um, I've said something. It's turned into a Daily Mail scandalous headline, and it's like then it's a look at my druggy past, you know, like and it's um, and it's pictures of me falling out of nightclubs. And there's an article about that. I'm like, when actually what I was trying to do was 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 help someone in some way and get the message out and but then that makes me go right fuck that i'm never talking about that again now i now i've done that i've been there let's mm. move on let's not talk about that anymore you know and I, like as if i'm better you know like um when i deal with that every fucking day of my life and it's an ongoing part of who i am you know and um and so and the reason i am clean and sober today is because other people showed me the way you know, and um, and I rely on those other people right now. So for me to um, to not do my part in that is um, mm. is 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 wrong, in my opinion. So therefore, um, I, I do talk about it, and I do um, be as honest and and open as possible. I maybe don't tell as many stories as I once did because I've learned that they can become something. You know, but I do feel like it is my my um my place to to be open and honest about that part of my life ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What triggers do you have um, from that period of your life? Because that's something I, I'm, I'm kind of exploring uh, uh, in great detail at the moment. Um, do you have... Mm something an environment that you got do you know what I, 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 if i go into that world or if i if i even watch this film or whatever it is that sends me back into a place that i don't want to be not anymore not anymore like i don't have that um i'm i'm now in a very different place with that like i don't think about drinking drugs ever like never am i in any situation right now where I think taking a drink or putting a mind-altering substance in my body will make that better. Um, but it's taken me a long time to get to there because that's my knee-jerk reaction to everything. You know, I know I need ease and comfort. <sighs> that feeling of, oh, you know, fuck, I miss that. You know, like, that's what I miss. But I get that now from other ways, you know. And, and also, I try not to put myself in those positions where I would need that release. You know, um, that's something which, you know, obviously life is 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 difficult for everybody in very different ways at different times, you know, but um, but I don't I don't need to pick up and I don't need to drink anymore. Um, I don't need to change the way I feel. I just need to talk about it and understand why I'm feeling like that, you know, mm. which is um, which is fucking way harder. Than, 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 dream, than picking up a drink. But in the long run, not even the long run, in the next fucking day, you know, yeah. it's way better than doing that because um, because that that has never, ever worked for me. And, you know, it's the definition of madness, isn't it? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I did that for years and years and years until, bang, something went, oh, my God. You know, and we will, and you know, anyone that is in any any kind of place in their life during this, um, you know, addiction path will will hopefully have one of those moments. And um, and and when you have that moment, whoever you, whoever it is who has that moment, there are people out there who are incredible, beautiful, fantastic people who have what you want. <laughs> you know, mm. which is so fucking baffling because I remember, um. You know, I remember when I first went to rehab, I kind of, I remember sitting down thinking, but I've got so many things, like so much going wrong, so many things that I'm dealing with and so many um, different problems. I've got this and this and this and this and this. Um, and it was just like, right, okay, well, first of all, let's just remove drink and drugs. Let's take them away and let's see what happens, right? So I removed drink and drugs and then suddenly I could deal with that. Um, I could talk about this, which slowly led me to deal with it. And then I could have relationships with people. I could talk to people about the way I felt. I could understand what they were saying to me and not take it personally as a as um, in the wrong way. I could understand my part in something and know that that doesn't mean that I am 
an awful person who shouldn't be forgiven. It just means there's certain things that I fucked up on I need to work on, you know, but that's going to happen over time too. All these amazing, beautiful things happen. But the one thing that I didn't understand was I couldn't do any of them without removing that, Mm. you know, and once I removed that, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my brain works a little bit better and I can understand (laughs) what people are fucking saying. Oh, okay, great. You know, and then you can move on. It's really interesting that, so the, 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 what I have, when I have conversations about addiction, um, I find it fascinating. Uh, a friend of mine uh, is, used to be in Dirty Sanchez uh, right, TV great. show and all that. Now he's clean, sober, uh, a, a, an Iron Man triathlete, all these things, a vegan and just, you know, complete. And, I, and, I, and yeah, there's, He's taken that obsession with, or that addiction, uh, addictive personality. He's got, taken it away from negative and put it into positive. Mm. And there's always a fear of like that's that's still a, an addictive personality. Uh, yeah. Even though if you're doing something positive, that could be still quite damaging because it's the behavior patterns and all that. Did you mm. find that you did put? Um, you go, wow! I'm not going to be an addictive personality in this area. I'm going to do. I'm going to apply it to things that are positive. Is that something that happened to you? over the last few years or or have you managed to deal with the issue of addiction a lot better um i um i mean uh, if there's anything you can take too far i have either done it or am at the moment going through it so there is a you know i i do i do i do have that but um this but is gonna I be a four-hour podcast isn't it? i know i know i know <laughs> but i don't um but i don't but i I, I am very good at noticing it, you know, and and also picking stuff which gives me something, but it doesn't take away too much, mm. you know, um, because, um, you know, like, I mean, I can become obsessed by something very quickly, you know, I'm, my brain works differently to other people's, but I can fall out of love with that very quickly as well. So, you know, like, um, I'm, consistency is not my friend, you know, so I can, um, I can, I can pick something up and go, this is it, this is the one, this is the most amazing thing, it's going to change my life. Oh my God, three weeks later, I've done something else and I've forgotten about that thing, <laughs> you know, you know, so I'm very much like that, you know, but um, um, do I channel my addictive um, self into more productive ways yes but I am um, because that's who I am I am not but the thing is this is the problem I have with with certain parts of of the word addiction and the world of addiction is that I am not just an addict I am an addict I I have a problem with drinking drugs I no longer take them because they fuck up my life but I'm also all this other stuff you know I'm also um, a father and a husband and a musician and an actor and these things and and I and I and I am so even though I am an addict I don't define myself by that word which is um which is something that I've had to come to terms with mm-hmm. and I came to terms with that in lockdown because um because suddenly my my support system that I had um was removed from me you know, in a way, I can still talk to people like this and talk to things like this. But I had a lot of time to think, and I was like, I am, I am so used to saying, "Hi, I'm Matt. I'm an addict." You know, I'm so mm. used to saying that that I've almost let it define who I am. You know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm more than that. You know, but for a period of my life, I wasn't. That was me, and my addiction 
ran who I was and made every fucking decision for me. But that is no longer the case. I have to keep an eye on him, mm-hmm. you know, and I have to watch it and I have to take care of it. And it's taken me a long time. I'm not saying that's going to come quickly. That's taken me, you know, I haven't had a drink for 10 years, you know, but it's, um, it's, um, I have to, so I have to be very, um, I have to be less careful than I was 10 years ago. But, um, but, um, but I am, I am suddenly start getting to a point in my life where I, uh, where I like myself a bit more than to just think about all the wrong shit I did. You know, I'm able to go, do you know what? I am a drug addict. I am, I do behave like this, but also I can do this and this and this and this and this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have to be able, I have to be able to say, um, and not, and I'm not just congratulate myself on clean time. I have to be able to congratulate myself on the other great shit that I do. I, that, that is actually fascinating because, mm. Yeah, just on the outside, uh, look it in. You go. I know that your mind has got you into some trouble in your mm. past, which yeah. you know, obviously you've forgiven yourself for, which is really important. Mm. And it's also made you hugely successful in your in your career, definitely in your personal life. I know your family very well. You're an incredible father, so that your mind, mm. like you say, has done incredible things for you, and mm. and that's one thing that. Def- the definition of uh, I, I've been diagnosed with depression I'm mm. a miserable bugger and 10 years ago I was a really really miserable bugger but I was so inequipped without any tools to navigate my way through it I just diagnosed myself with being a cursed Johnson uh, family member like all my generations before me of minors that were miserable buggers and I'm just going to drink myself to death in, in that mm. environment I didn't have a clue what I was doing. And for years, I used to punish myself as in like, you've got this thing, feels like a curse, and it's, it's made you anxious and it's made you sad and it's put you into difficult situations. But 10 years later, I'm looking back and like what you've done and, and like what a lot of people should do is go, actually, my mind has got me into some good situations too. It's, it's, it's got me into... Yeah, lots of different places, and and may, maybe the, the element of depression is maybe a bit more compassionate towards others and a bit softer, yeah. and mm. and whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger in lots of ways. And and I really and I and I definitely resonate with what you're saying about being defined by something, and we we spring on this addiction, depression, anxiety. Like I've got bits of everything going on here. It's just yeah. if I if you don't have the tools or it depends on your environment, uh, the, uh, nature nurture and all that type of stuff, mm. it's going to end up pretty poor. Like I nearly went bankrupt four years ago because I was shit with money because I never was taught how to be good with money. I yeah. was never uh, ne- no nobody I never had a role model that was like you should have three bank accounts and save for tax. Or I just yeah. went around life going, ah, I'm just, I'm just all over the place. And it's taken me a while to go, well, of course, but you won't do that again now. Now you've learned that lesson. Mm. And, and that's so important. It's not to be defined by your mental health. It's always yeah. a process. It's always a process. Mm. Yeah, completely. And also not being defined by your past because, um, you know, that's a, a dangerous place to for my head you know is to you know um i can now look back and and not um not hate myself you know which was um which is something which 
um, I did for years and I, I still struggled with on a daily basis was that inner voice of self-loathing you know and um and 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 you know and it was all coming from like the the thing i said earlier on until you heal what hurt you you know and um and um and so now i can look back and go yeah that was i was i was um in a bad place you know yeah but, but you know like i don't look back and go you fucking idiot you look yeah. what you did you know like because that's not helping anything you know and i did all that stuff i did it you know, I did it and I understand that I did that. But, you know, um, I now feel free from those times and I now feel like I can I can move forward rather than always, always having that thing over my shoulder of going, yeah, but what if, you know, or what if they find out this or what if that, you know, which is um, which was horrible. You know? Which is why I, I, I find I struggle with AA. Now, there's there's something about um for me at the moment i i'm starting to talk to myself in a negative way with regards to boozing i'm boozing a bit mm. too much at the moment mm-hmm. um and i'll have a few good days and then i'll i'll just go i'll have a few bottles of wine or something and then i wake up i'm like you fucking idiot you know the way i talk to myself is really negative in that way and i really had to dig deep into the you've got to forgive yourself going through a difficult time it's just another day. Just do another four days and be 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 good. Um, so I, I've kind of that's really that's there's still a lot of work to go. Do you know what? You stop talking to yourself like you're a piece of shit and and move forward and and just be positive. Go to the gym. Go for a nice walk and just do nice things to yourself mm. uh, for yourself. And I find it difficult in the, in those environments where you have you have like a marker like I'm two thousand days clean, etc. Because mm. for me. I, I I have to let myself um, off the hook if I slip up, if I have a day. Yeah, yeah. Well, that well, that's um, <clears throat> that's um, um, you know, part of that as well, which is keep coming back. Mm. You know, there's never any judgment or there's never any. I can't believe you slipped up. It's yeah. just like, hey, welcome back. Come in. Uh, you know, like it, it's not, it's not, it's not that thing because everyone does. You know, like mm. I have, there's been, you know, like I had a really big slip up a few years ago, which came out of fucking nowhere and almost wrecked everything, you know, but I, but, um, you know, so it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's very hard because, um, because, you know, lots of people, um, talk to me about, about, you know, um, Hey Matt, what do you think? Do you think I, do you think I drink too much? I do that, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Do you? Mm. You know, like, um, and there's a few, there's a few questions which I tend to ask, which is like, um, is it impacting your life? You know, is it impacting your life? And, you know, from that answer, I'll ask something like, you know, well, have you tried to stop? And can you, you know, and that would be another question. I'd go, and if it's both, if I get the answers that I tend to hear from those questions i will say well you might want to think about looking into something like this you know like because you know but i am i'm definitely not saying that anyone is an alcoholic because i have no idea what warrants that yeah. you know like um i know i am you know because mm. i react um put a drink in me and something happens you know mm. um emotionally mentally and physically 
you know that's the that's the 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 difference is that it's um it's a twofold illness for me you know so um um you know for for years i went i just have a problem with drink i'm just a problem drinker you know which is a very different thing to an alcoholic you know it's still bad but i say bad it's still it's still um problematic but it's it's a very different from being an alcoholic i think and um um, but you know there are different stages of of alcoholism and and different stages of drug abuse which can um you know and different points where you hit a certain point where you necessarily need to look at it you know and um you know and and the thing is that the good thing is is that if anyone listening is asking themselves those questions you know there are lots of people who you can talk to you know if you know someone that's in one of these um that's in a that that has some sobriety that has some clean time maybe ask them how the fuck did you do that if you want <laughs> if you want to stop mm. you know if you don't want to stop but it's causing you problems that's a different conversation you know so maybe that's um that's something you can look at in another way but if you um i think if you want to stop and you can't there are a lot of people out there who are equipped to help you and um and i and i was helped by another alcoholic you know another drug addict they helped me not some special man in the, in the, not my therapist you know um that's not what got me sober and clean it was another drug addict you know so wow. there are there are lots of ways for anyone um who wants to change the way they have a relationship with that stuff you know and it's very important to to uh, that that negative talk to turn that around into that just one percent of self-care giving a shit about yourself and mm. it's one of those things where i over the years was terrible with that you know that, that's why mm. like having a conversation now about therapy is important having a conversation about just going outside and enjoying the fresh air if that's good for you do that you know and yeah. that spring on to something and um if you value yourself in any sort of way, which I, I truly believe that that's all within us, that's when you make that call. That's when you make the decision to get the help that you need in certain mm. areas. But it starts, I believe, in small areas, like just acknowledging, look, I'm having a tough day today for whatever reason, but I'm gonna try and find a nice little array of tools, which it seems like what you have, um, and I'm gonna go and go on a, the treadmill i'm just gonna just do that for me and i'm gonna cook yeah. myself some really good food tonight or whatever yeah and that's I mean, what, what, whatever that board. is right what, whatever, whatever that, that is. whatever that is and the thing is that you know um you know sometimes it's not you know you know it's not always about going oh my god i'm i'm you know if this is the problem if if you go oh my god i'm an alcoholic or a drug addict for instance if this is anyone listening's problem mm. um or if they're worried about what they're what they're doing to themselves sometimes it's as easy as going what's that where, where's the place that i go to where where this shit happens you know mm. what's what's the who's the person that i'm that i'm meeting up with who's maybe not that good for me what's the it, whenever i go to that bar i end up with a really bad fucking hangover or wherever i you know like or 
or whenever this, whenever this happens, whenever I'm put in this environment, this seems to happen. Maybe that, that, that's quite an interesting look at things as well, because then mm. you can go, oh, I see a pattern here. You know, yeah. when I do this and I do this and I do this, this tends to happen. You know, like that's um, that's quite interesting process that I have of looking at certain things and go and rewinding and fast forwarding, you know, <laughs> like so it's about like, how do I get here? What happened, you know, to make me do that? You know, to make me act the way that I didn't like. Right, okay, that happened, that happened, that happened. And That's after so a while, important. yeah, after a while you can go, oh, I see. When I'm with this person in this environment, this fucking happens. Okay, yeah. I, need to, I need to sort one of these two things out. You and know, it's understandable. Or, yeah, totally. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. It's maybe not what I think it is. Maybe I just need to readdress my, you know, sometimes it is what you think it is, you know, but sometimes <laughs> it's just about your environment and your, and the people that may be toxic or in, or I say toxic, that's such a harsh word, but maybe the people that are not necessarily great for you at the mm. time, you know, that maybe you need to look at, you know, yeah. who and, knows. And that's, and that's truly looking into what you want, what you need from your life and whether yeah. you respect that. I think it's diet. Everything mm. is diet. And when, when yeah. Food diet, what you listen to, what you watch, who you hang out with, what you yes, yeah. what you let what you consume, exactly yeah. everything that you consume um, mm. in any sort of way is um, it's all up for uh, negotiation. I think I yeah, think, you know, obviously people are in situations and you go, well, how can I not be around these people? I work with them every day and all that type of stuff. Yeah, but it's it's about equipping yourself with the tools to be in that environment. So, like you just said, perfectly. Um, I'm I'm in this situation. I go and see these people, and and I get in. I get I, I do things that I don't like about myself. What mm. what can I do to not be in that situation? Is there a million things that you can yeah. do? Is the first thing is is to understand and let you give yourself a break and go. Oh, you no wonder why you you start drinking or you get shit faced. Yeah, completely, completely. If I'm in a ho- if I'm if I'm in a hotel room at two two o'clock in the morning with a load of people doing cocaine. You know, that's not a very good place for me to be, you know. So maybe, may and, and you know, maybe I should go, oh, okay. That was, that was a silly place for me to be, you know. So, um, so, um, so you know, that's the, the kind of environments that I will not yeah. allow myself to ever get into, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, because I notice that when I do these things, I tend to act a certain way. Weird, know? huh? Yeah, weird. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, no, it's, I... Yeah, I, 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 I truly understand that. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're in any sort of way vulnerable going into those situations as well, it's, it's naturally going to uh, go wrong. And, mm. and I, admire, I admire people so much that can just be, oh, do you know what? I'm, I'm not going to do this today. I'm going to go to the pub. I'm just going to hang out and, and just, I'm not going to get drunk. And I don't want that for me. And you go, well, that's somebody that knows exactly what they want and what's good for them. Yeah, and totally, that yeah. And, and that takes time. Because I think it's possible, and and you've shown that it is possible. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's all possible, man. Thank you so much for the conversation today, Matt. Oh man, I I've loved it. It's been great. I, I I think it's really important. I think we we haven't really touched on the topics that we've talked about today, and I think so many people out there, especially this year, are really really exploring different parts of their mind, and, and really ha- are are being put into a situation where they have to really explore different. Uh, things uh, that they're going mm. through so if anybody that must be there, that must be so hard you know like, my, like i mean if um you know i was thinking about it the other day i mean if if you're you know if you're not if it if if things are not okay 
mm. you know, and you're in this time of the world that we're in, you know, I, I mean, it must be it must be so hard you know not being able to talk and yeah. not being able to reach out to someone um you know that must be that must be such a hard place to be and um you know so 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 to know that there are people out there you can reach out to you know and sometimes people will surprise you you know for me i've been so surprised by the response like um like i remember talking when i was um first kind of recognizing my problems with drinking drugs i kind of um I opened up to a friend of mine, you know, and he was um, a party guy like me, you know, and I opened up to him and I was like, you know, we're a bit messed up. And I kind of said, you know, I think I might have a problem with it. And he was like, yeah, I think you do too. And I was like, what? You know, that's not the reaction I want. And he went, he went, yeah, if you want, you know, we can kind of like, I know someone who can kind of, I was like, whoa, you know, that blew my mind that someone, you know, so I think I expected him to go, shut up, you know, crack on, you know, but, um, but you know, it's it's not it's not the case. You know, people will surprise you, and um and I think the more open and honest we can be right now, the better. You're absolutely spot on, mm. Matt Willis. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, Matt, thank you, man. Really it's a love great it. pleasure, and thank you for doing the Movember. Will you do it next year? Depending on work, right? Depending on work, yeah. I mean, yeah. My, I'm, I'm just to just to slightly annoy my wife, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think what would be perfect if you went for full handlebar next time. Well, do you know what? My manager phoned me. Busted's manager was like, please do the full handlebar. And I was like, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble as it is. You know, but, um, but um, I'm so happy to be part of this. I think this is honestly, um, the more stuff I read about Movember and the more stuff I look at, like the post they put up today from the fireman. Um, did you see that? Did you see I his story? Seen it yet. Oh it my not? god, my god! It's um, it's it's incredible. It's this um, such a powerful story. I was in floods of tears earlier on watching this this guy talk about um, uh, post traumatic stress, and um, and um, it was just so such amazing, incredible um video to watch that was on November. So I really enjoyed that. Um, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's such an amazing thing to be part of, and I think. You know, right now I'm just blown away by by what is happening, and mm. and you know I think the more we can spread the word of, and you know, as well, it's very important, Matt. It's not just for November; it's all yeah. year round. All year yeah. round, you can help out your mates, check in on mm. them, and and research and do whatever you can, raise awareness uh, for men's health in general, not just mental mm. health. Across the board, men are yeah aren't willing to open up about their physical pain or their mm. mental pain and and i mean all through the year we would appreciate your help so keep the mustache all year all year <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean i mean just keep it growing have a sound just for, from now this world war one pilot look that i'm going for is going to stay forever oh that's exactly it that's what emma that's said that's exactly i was it. like i was like babe that's a good look she was like i don't know if you pull it off though is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> Have you bought one of those nice leather jackets yet? No, it's on, it's on my Christmas list. You, oh, you've yeah. got to get one. <laughs> Typical Emma to turn her into, well, I'm going to fantasize about the, the, the pilot look, so just do that. Just put yeah, okay, great. I'll do you that. Turn this into yeah. a good situation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Man, thank you so much for your okay. time. I really appreciate it. And always man, thank you, talk, man. Thanks. This, man. All the best, mate. Thank, thank you. you very much, buddy. Take care. Bye. Change the face of men's health. For more information or to support Movember, head to movember.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.